Hello, welcome to Shadcast. It's uh, August 14th, 2017. Ep- this is the uh, 18th episode of this podcast. It's, uh, I would still say, undiscovered. This is an undiscovered podcast. I don't think anyone listens to it, but uh, that's fine. We're going to uh, dance like no one's watching, right? You and me. Uh, so I got some Dead Eye dates coming up. Uh, the 31st, the band will be playing at ABGB without me. Uh, Rob Kidd will be sitting in for me. Who's um, He plays regularly with the uh, Golden Dawn Orchestra and Papa Molly. Anyway, Rob's a great guy, and uh, that's going to be a fun, free show at the ABGBs. Uh, then I'll be back at the Cottonwood on the 2nd of September, and that's in Houston. Uh, that will also be a wonky show. Uh, it'll be uh, Trevor's out, and Rex Simmons is in. Uh, that kid is really good, though, and I'm excited to jam with him. And then the full uh, band... First full band performance with everybody will be the third. That's a Sunday at the One to One Bar on South Lamar in Austin, Texas. And we're going to do an acoustic set and then an electric set. Uh, so that'll be fun Sunday show. And then, yeah, we just got we're just coming down off that Jerry Fest high. Uh, we played the last two, uh, two, two weekends ago, I suppose. We uh, we closed out Jerry Fest, huge weekend. Um, you know, really reminded me why why I do this. Uh, so yeah, so that high came crashing down this last weekend. Uh, th- today's Monday, so yeah, this was probably Friday night, Saturday night. Um, I go see the Dark Tower with the wife and come back and. Uh, bunch of neo-nazis are marching in the street uh at at the uh, university of virginia in uh charlottesville and uh they're protesting you know all these protesters with with tiki torches uh protesting the removal of uh the general e lee statue the robert e lee uh confederate soldier statue from the middle of campus uh in an effort, I think campuses around the world are removing these kinds of relics of hate. You know, um, these people would terrorize black people. You know, I mean, they terrified uh, indigenous people. That you know, this awful. You know, com- this guy committed awful atrocities, and I can see why they want wanted to take that away. Makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, I'm all for it. And I think University of Kentucky is following suit. But anyway, all these white dudes are pissed off about it. And, you know, it's this whole, the, it, it all metastasized. On Saturday, there was like a full rally. And it was like this uh, just huge convergence of like neo-Nazis and the alt-right and the KKK and uh, these what they call white nationalists. Uh, you know, these these guys think they're patriots, uh, yet they're still hung up on the outcome of the Civil War and uh, the Second World War. I mean, we, uh, the South lost, you know, that slavery is dead, you know. This park that it was taking place in was called like Emancipation Park. And here's Jefferson Davis, who I believe was a slave owner. Um, 
so yeah it was like all these white dudes with uh tiki torches and white polos and trump hats you know the make america great again hats and they're all screaming with megaphones and uh some of them have these shields with strange symbols on them that's it's also some sort of white power uh bullshit and uh and then on the other side you've got like the black lives matter folks and the antifa or antifa i don't don't, this new anti-fascist it's new to me i don't know how old the organization's been together or if they're like anonymous and there's some you know headless occupy type movement uh that just you know fights hate and bigotry then you know maybe that's what antifa is but of course the cops and like the national guard i think was called or at least you know the riot the riot cops came in and there was like militia men running around in camo like fatigues with assault rifles i don't know what side they're on uh yeah it see they, they seem to look like the protesters the, the original you know all the white dudes i don't think you know they're definitely like preppers definitely ready for the zombie apocalypse to break out or nuclear war with north korea uh, these people are ready. You know, they're, they're hyper-focused on survival and these negative outcomes that they think are going to happen. Um, there's, like, anarchists there. and You know, people milling about, like, you know, uh, what the hell's going on? What's the racket? And, uh, I mean, this is Virginia. There's There's got to be people just like, what in tarnation is going on? I'm trying to... You know, I can't hear myself think over here. Um, yeah, and then this one fucker drove his car, his like Dodge Charger, and uh, what was his name? Uh, James Alex Fields Jr. and drove his car. He's like some like twenty year old or something, hateful white doughy piece of shit. Drives his fucking Dodge all the way to Charlottesville. And plows top speeds into a whole group of of folks, you know. And I don't know, like I said, there's a lot of different kinds of people there, so there's it was a diverse group. So who knows? Uh, you know, I guess he saw some black folks. I mean, and he was just like your basic bitch racist, and it was just you know like a good old fashioned homegrown terrorist just plowed right into that whole group. And, uh, yeah, man, it was terrifying. I was bummed out all weekend. It was, I cannot believe this is my country. That dude, uh, killed some woman and then, like, injured 19 or 20 more. Um, and then he, like, you know, backed out at top speeds. And there's videos. Yeah, I mean, this is the 21st century. There's videos of everything. That you know, these these kids are so exposed. I mean, they're all like, they're already starting to lose their jobs and and uh, you know they're being exposed on Twitter or whatever. The uh, with name them shame them hashtag or uh, the uh, yes you're a racist I've been looking at and it's just out it's you know it's just plucking people out of the uh, the pictures the high def glossy photos. Saying, hey, do you, anyone know this guy? Yeah. Welcome to the internet. What did you think were, was going to happen, Billy Bob? You think the internet wasn't going to just 
you know, eat you alive. Uh, you can't, you know, that's what, this is why the KKK used to wear masks. They didn't want to be identified, you know? I mean, because they know it's shameful and wrong to be such a hateful son of a bitch, you know? And these kids, these were white, white, attractive males, you know, as far as, you know, they had no deformities, right? Whatever. Yeah, so these white guys are just standing there, unmasked, all riled up, screaming uh, racial epithets uh, in front of God and everybody. You know, everyone's taking their picture. You know, you got Vice out there uh, documenting the whole thing. And these guys, I mean, answer me this question. What real repression or oppression have these boys experienced, These some of these men? You know, it's mostly men. I'd say there's like 2% women. Uh, you know, I hate to say this. I don't mean this racist, but white dudes just have a, uh, a leg up in the competition in America, and they have for a long time, maybe uh, ever since the decimation of the natives. But, you know, uh, it's not like white folks don't have uh, a seat at the table and employment opportunities that, might be harder for other ethnicities uh so you know i I just have a hard i hard time relating or empathizing with uh this blood and soil uh chanting anger this rage uh it doesn't make sense to me it's unfounded it um you know it's it's deeply disturbing so, yeah, these guys get their white polos. They dress like Donald Trump on the golf course. They get their Make America Great red hats, those ugly-ass hats you see at the rallies. And uh, and then they get the Polynesian uh, tiki torch full of citronella from World Market, and they all walk up and down uh, the, the campus of UVA chanting uh, blood and soil, uh, you know, our country, you know, they hate Jews. They hate uh, the queers. They hate the uh, the black folks. They hate the immigrants. I don't know. They they hate everybody. Every non-white, you know. And at this point in 2017, that's a, probably a lot of this country is could be classified as non-white or you know not easily fit into a religious category or you know your little whatever your little demographic. So yeah. So Trump. <laughs> who, uh, uh, you know, he really missed an opportunity to sound presidential here, and I think this might be the last chance he had to sound presidential or be a traditional president where you say inspiring shit and you unite people and you condemn Nazis. I mean, I don't think of anything more American, you know, even more than apple pie and hot dogs or whatever, you know, um, Ted Nugent. Uh, hating Nazis should be what Americans are best at. You know, I mean, we fought a whole war against Nazis. They've been the bad guy in so many movies and video games. You know, I mean, you're always fighting Nazis because you got to kill somebody in these games. And everyone hates Nazis. So it's, it's, a, it's super cheeky of them to come out unmasked and to uh, scream all their uh, hate. And, and, uh, and then I, I saw a Vice documentary about this uh, where they're very aggressive and open and, uh, you know, they're armed to the teeth and they're and these uh, douchebags are ready to kill people. I mean, 
obviously the uh, James uh, oh, what's his name uh, James Alex Fields Jr. Uh, was ready to put his money where his mouth is and drove from Ohio drove his charger into a, a group of people and, and killed one and injured 20 and somehow some cops died there was like two cops that died in a helicopter I believe I have no idea what that is um, and really that's the only kind of unknown I feel like I have at this point um, and so I'm going to give Trump a you know sliver of um uh, of a of a nod here because if if uh, you know Antifa or whoever knocked down the chopper, then you know that's that is both sides are result uh, resorting to violence, uh, and they certainly beat the shit out of uh, James uh, Alex Fields Jr.'s Dodge Charger. Uh, They're all over that. So yeah, there was violence on both sides, but I really don't think those dudes would have been there. Had it not been for David Duke and Richard Spencer's alt-right gang of, uh, you know, they have their permits and their pleated khakis and their white sneakers and their signs and their Confederate flags that they're poking black folks with. I mean, it's just, it's surreal. I, I, I've said this on other podcasts, but I really think this is the strangest time I've been alive. And, and, I, and it's amazing how... This event will be swept away in a sea of other absurdities. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just never ending. I mean, for a second there, I forgot that, uh, you know, uh, Paul Manafort's house just got raided by the FBI. I mean, when has that ever happened? Um, or the fact that, you know, we have pretty much uh, light evidence that uh, the Trump family colluded with Russia to win the election in 2016. You know, that investigation's still raging on. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's easy to forget that this is a, uh, just a nonstop from like, you know, uh, you can grab him by the pussy to, uh, him at this presser today saying, oh, you know, I stand by my statement. It was a beautiful statement, you know, I, and, and all of his compliments to himself, you know, oh, if the news doesn't agree with them, they're fake. You know, the failing New York Times. It was a be- the be- most beautiful piece of cake you've ever seen. Oh, it was a beautiful... I made a beautiful statement, is what he said. It was a beautiful statement. And he just, you know... And then he doesn't answer the, the question that people keep barking at him. Why aren't you condemning this as an act of terrorism? This is domestic terrorism. I saw some uh, video game, and this is going to be hopefully more, you know more of a uh, trend in journalism moving forward. I feel like it's still fringy to uh, to denounce running into people uh, because you don't like the color of their skin with your car and killing them. Uh, that's uh, that's ve- vehicular manslaughter, but it, to me it's also terrorism, and I'm sure to a lot of other people. I mean, it's terrifying. I, I'm sure black folks in uh, Charlottesville didn't get a wink of sleep. You know, I mean, they must have been terrified thinking that what what's next you know crosses burning uh lynchings you know are we gonna bring that back is that making america great again are we talking about like 1860s make american great i thought we were talking about 1960s you know wally uh cleaver and uh you know leave it to beaver that's uh, donna reed time uh the uh the brady bunch all them you know like that was that when america was great 
And we all had that kind of vacant smile or just looked like, you know, the most dour. I don't know. That was not, that was, you know, the whole, uh, you know, mom's vacuuming the, uh, the, the, the rug while dad's carrying his briefcase uh, to his office. You know, it's, can we move on? Like we're so much, we're so beyond that. We've evolved. Let's celebrate that. You know, I'm. I, I want to be in a constant state of evolution. And hopefully, you know, once I've done enough of these podcasts, I can uh, see how I'm reaching for the light and to be a more compassionate person and to be, uh, you know, maybe a, a stronger uh, presence in my community or at least a, you know someone people can rely on, uh, at least helpful or um, somewhat positive. Yeah, that's that's the goal. I think is to reduce the suffering of others. And being a pillar of your community, you know? And uh, now I look around at some of these, you know, uh, pudgy you know, wife beater shirts, uh, smoking cigs with the, you know, in the front yard in my neighborhood, like suspiciously. I'm eyeing them. I'm like, are you, are you a Nazi? I mean, are you in the clan? I mean, I, didn't, I really, you know, I got to say, I've been in this bubble, this uh, metropolitan whatever bubble, this big city progressive uh, circle jerk echo chamber. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought these groups were long gone. <laughs> you know, I hadn't heard about the Klan since, uh, you know, I was in, in living in Georgia, which was uh, in, in the year 2000. Um, so yeah, people still wear their, uh, their, uh, Confederate flag shirts and wave their flags there. But I mean, that is like Dixie, you know, it's Dixie proper. That is, uh, you know, that's the heart of the Confederacy, but you know, the Confederacy lost, we killed all the Nazis or they fled to South America where I'm going here in a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, we hate them and I hate to see them back. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm part of the ignorance that, you know, Trump just snuck in the back door and all of a sudden he's our president, you know, because I'm just ignorant to the sea of fools out there who can be swayed by this con man, this huckster. You, you can just look at him. You know, I don't, it, there's like nothing, there's nothing about this guy I find redeeming. It's quite, he's quite the phenomenon. Uh, but, you know, enough of that. I'm, um, so depressing another thing i saw recently was that what the health show which i think i talked about in the last podcast where it's you know vegan propaganda and uh i've been trying to go a little more towards the vegan side and uh, but you know every now and then i gotta have a uh like a some sausage or something like some pepperoni or breakfast sausage or something i mean i just i jones for meat but it's it's precious little meat in my diet um eating giant salads for lunch i had a smoothie for dinner last night but um so i've been cooking more at home you know trying to control uh my diet a little more try to eat more plants but i still snuck out for some uh restaurants which uh, i'll talk about here in my neighborhood is a, a denver implant called mad greens and it's basically like chipotle or um you know um verts where you just have a you know all these ingredients basically like a salad bar with a salad technician and some certain they have some programmed salads that they uh, are ready to make 
and customize and giant bowls to eat them out of which i realize in my house i don't i only have mixing bowls so i've just been eating out of mixing bowls uh i need to, to get some real uh big bowls big bowls for the salad comrade sorry for the shitty russian accent uh but yeah mad greens it was delicious uh, I don't know if it's much better than my salads or if when I just whip one up at Whole Foods, but, uh, you know, I feel great when I eat salads. I don't crash, and uh, I'm hungry again when I should be, you know, like when it's dinner time, I'm already hungry, versus if I eat, like, ramen at, at lunch, you know, I won't be hungry again until 9, 10 o'clock at night, then, you know, you're kind of sleeping on it, on your food, and uh, that's no good, but, uh, so Mad Greens was pretty cool. I had a uh, shrimp Caesar and uh you know got a lot of calories and cholesterol and fats from that uh and then i um got a dinner at maddie's my company had their big trade show where we have like 90 tables and 90 winemakers and distillers and uh sales folks and then you know all of our customers show up and all the reps and it's just a giant shit show uh, that we do every year, and uh, this one was a big one, and it was, it was it was hilarious. I was just so exhausted by the end of the day, but we still went out to a restaurant uh, with the uh, master family and my supervisor uh, and my wife, and we go out to Maddie's, and uh, I think I've talked about Maddie's on this podcast before, but it's just this beautiful restored building as part of Green Pastures, which is an old school establishment here, uh, but it's redone by La Corsia Hospitality, and um, you know my friend Paula is running the, uh, she's running the uh, wine list, and it's really eclectic, and um, you know the foods, the food's good, but the the wine list is uh, spectacular, um, and it's just beautiful to walk around there, and they have a real, they have a couple of real cool ba- uh, bars, you know, like upstairs with a patio, and and downstairs. Um, where you can walk around with the peacocks there's like albino peacocks baby peacocks all sorts of peacocks so love the vibe at maddie's um and then uh we also i had a a spinach salad and some salmon um there's like beets and uh we had some of those like crunchy cauliflowers that were awesome um and then the the next day was the show in dallas the same uh portfolio show uh, for Pioneer Wine Company, and we ate at Knife, which is the restaurant in the uh, in the uh, hotel, and uh, had another salad. Like I think I was like a Caesar. I think I got another Caesar, maybe another shrimp Caesar. Yeah, I've been eating a lot of shrimp Caesars apparently, but yeah, some sort of seafood protein and uh, and lettuce and you know as many veggies as I can throw in there. That's that's a good lunch for me. That night we went to Shinsei and had sushi. That place was a little weird. Uh, kind of felt like a strip mall sushi joint. Uh, but anyway, we got a bunch of eel and uh, maguro, which is uh, fatty tuna, and um, hamachi, which is yellowtail, and like some scallop or I can't remember the other one. But we got a lot of sushi, and uh, then we went next door, and we drank a lot. And then we Ubered back to the hotel and passed out around 3 a.m. Woke up and went to the Velvet Taco. And, uh, again, I got to say, like, taco this is better than Taco-licious. But at least Taco-licious was a little more authentic. This one was, like, trying to be hip like a Torchies or something or a Taco Deli. And I'm not impressed. 
I'm not impressed, Dallas. I don't like your queso. I don't like your corn, your street, uh, what, elotes. I don't like your tacos. I don't like your burritos. Um, get your act together. You got enough Mexicans. Let's open some good, legit Tex-Mex and taco joints. Uh, they do have a taco deli up there. I should have just uh, convinced my crew to go there. I don't know. I think I did recommend it, and it got overshadowed. I don't know if I... Uh, stressed how important that was <laughs> or they just don't care what i say it's probably the latter um but yeah at that portfolio show i had some cool uh wine the new mousse brut um uh, it's called like mineral or something like that it was really good uh cedric mousse i drink a lot of his champagne around the house and uh he's just amazing love him to death love it uh best in show for sure and then they uh, had some Kruger Room Spätlese on that table. Uh, that's a great wine, great winery. Um, had some Beaujolais from uh, D- Damien Cocolet. His uh, Beaujolais Village 2016s, I believe. Maybe it was 2015s. But I think it was 16s. It was super fresh, very energetic, exciting, tart cranberries. And then... Uh, my friend Janice was uh, hiding a bottle of Maison Loray Merceau. She is the one who hipped me to the Maison Loray closeout that I'm still working through, which I've been recommend. It was told, sorry, I was told to uh, sell her my Charm Chambertin. It would get better uh, with some age, but uh, I don't know. I'm not convinced that's ever going to be a great wine. But the Merceau was absolutely incredible. My Pelinis were incredible. You know, all the whites have been great. Uh, and the Merceau was really deep and rich, whereas the Pliny was a little more uh, Katana, Tori Hanzo Katana Blade. Uh, so, yeah, tons of great wine, some good spirits. Um, but, yeah, we do that every year, and it's always overwhelming. I never even get to all the tables or get to see everybody I want to see. It's, um, it's, you know, it's a lot. It's like one of those huge ballrooms in a hotel you know, like um, The Shining, just a huge room. Uh, what else? Do I have any good beers? Yeah. Oh, in Dallas, they drink that Deep Ellum IPA, and uh, that is a tasty IPA. Um, any other beers I had? Oh, uh, my buddy Johnny's bringing home, bringing over a uh, the new Black Star IPA. I don't know what it's called. Uh, but he says it's very juicy. <clears throat> if you listen to this and you're in Austin, uh, you should try the Black Star Co-op's beer. Uh, the food's great too, but but the beer is uh, especially that Vulcan or uh, Elba or High Esteem. These are all great beers um, from the Black Star. Uh, yeah, so a bunch of bummers uh, that really damped my uh, Jerry Fest buzz. Um, you know, you play to like a thousand hippies and then, you know, you're feeling great. You come home and there's Nazis marching in the street. It just, there's so many realities taking place on at one time simultaneously. It's, uh, it's overwhelming. You know, I just got to like hang out, you know, play some fetch with my dogs, take a walk, run it out. You know, just, we got to just hug this out and hopefully this is just the dying uh, last gasp of uh, these hateful sons of bitches' lives. You know, sometimes I think about... I saw this new video game where the bad guys were white, 
you know, kind of rural, Rust Belt looking supremacist terrorist. Uh, yeah, like the bad guy, the antagonist is uh, a white guy. So that's that seemed kind of new. I mean, you might have seen some of that in, in Grand Theft Auto or something, but uh, you know, uh, the idea of of this new homegrown terrorist who hates all the change that's happening in our country, all the evolution. Uh, I think we're going to see that meme and we're going to see that trend uh, keep going where uh, it become a growing threat. You know, these guys are super empowered by Trump. It's their moment. They're heavily armed. They've got their doomsday shelters. You know, they're, uh, they're thinking, you know, we've, we've built ourselves up online. Now let's take it to the streets. And uh, I don't know. I just have these fantasies like in a movie. I just saw this uh, sniper movie. Or no, it was a uh, like an assassin maybe. Yeah, I think it was like a this dude's like a Boba Fett. You know, he gets paid to go uh, hunt down terrorists uh, for money, I think. Or maybe it was for love. Who knows? I don't. <clears throat> anyway, so I was thinking like maybe you know, some of these anonymous... Antifa, um, you know, high tech uh, left wingers like the alt left. Let's say, can you imagine the alt left hunting these guys down with their drones? You know, I mean, they they've all been uh, singled out, and I, they can all be identified uh, online. So, what's next? The hunting, the most dangerous game. I mean. It's not like they're not armed and ready for a fight. The uh, in the Vice documentary, the homeboy was wearing like three pistols, uh, a knife. He had uh, a, like an assault rifle, a shotgun, and a sniper rifle or something. I mean, he, whole arsenal. I mean, he probably had like grenades. Who knows? Dude's a maniac, and he's proud of it, and he he can express himself. Like he has, he's just making these long, eloquent. The sentence is about his hatred and how he thinks that you know there's this ethnic cleansing happening in America, or they want to bring upon an ethnic cleansing and just have like white Protestant, um, you know, idiots. Just uh, like that's America. I don't know. Not to me. It sounds like a sad place that I don't want any part of. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go eat some pizza at Backspace. I think that's all I got. Sorry, that was a kind of a downer. But, you know, sometimes I got to rant about this shit. It pisses me off, man. Uh, but, yeah, peace, love, and happiness.